Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is It For Real? This is Philip and Katie and Bridget. And this week, we're back to our regularly uh, (laughs) program-sanctioned material or whatever. Uh, We're doing 1986's Christopher Lambert movie, Highlander. Um, Yeah, it's a unique, unique movie, (laughs) um, for sure. Uh, But yeah, it's... uh, it's one that was there. I've seen it. But uh, before we get too much into that, uh, we've got an introer, a very talented introer. You may know of his work, um, mm-hmm. his 119 and counting drawings. So our wonderful, wonderful graphic designer, Jeff S. We walk amongst you. We wear long trench coats in all weather. We have long, wet hair. We probably collect swords, or at least strongly consider it. From the dawn of the 80s we came, moving silently through the decades, such as the 90s, where we might have tried having a ponytail, like Adrian Paul in the TV show. Are we immortal? No, we are sad men who saw Highlander at an early age and got too into it. We live many secret lives with many secret struggles, such as, is this movie even good? Why do we like it so much? Did the movie take a cool idea and kind of mess it up and make it corny? Or is the whole thing actually stupid, but the movie is so stylish and inspired that you get into it? It's wild. But now is the time of the podcast, where we gather to decide the final answer to the question. Is Highlander for real? Have fun. I'm going to go look at swords on ebay oh that's amazing my god that is incredible i don't think we need to do the podcast (laughs) that's all we need he taught he summed up everything i think (laughs) it's incredible did he mix his voice with something did he just do that that was just his character that's wild well it helps maybe answer my question of did clancy brown mix his voice and maybe people can just do that Oh, yeah, so great. He's a method actor and actually had his throat slit. And um, <laughs> yeah, to... right. That's true, man. That that's a doozy. Yeah, I asked I asked uh, Jeff S. Um, how he did that and why his voice was so great. And he said that he had taken an improv class or two. Oh, <laughs> oh shout out to improv classes, everybody. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh my gosh, so good. Yeah, so I guess we can uh, jump into our levels. Um, I can start, which uh, Jeff sort of touched on it. Uh, my level is going to be uh, not Connor, but Duncan McLeod. Um, 
that was the character from the TV show, mm. the Highlander, the series, which I just finished watching an episode of that um, just oh. to see if a little microcosm of that one holds up. Um, and? And uh, yeah, I think it does. It's very okay. 90s TV. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but it, is it for real? It's for real. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I heard myself say that. It's for real. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I, I've seen this movie a couple times. Um, I've seen the clips a bunch. Mm. Um, but it, I truly sort of lived through the series. I think I watched it with my sister a bunch. It came oh, on wow. like after we got home from school at, in like the mid to late 90s it went on for like six seasons so uh that was really what i was and it has like an insane fan base it's like not quite to star trek but it is oh wow i think that's what jeff was describing right yeah yeah you mean the Uh sorry the tv show does or the The tv show the tv show yeah i think uh my level is going to be outlander because that's what I wanted this to be. I love Outlander. But then I thought a lot about like, why why are people called landers, lowlanders? Didn't we talk about that once? That somebody was called a lowlander if they were from... I think just parts maybe of Scotland. Maybe that was somewhere... Anyway. They weren't very creative. Highlanders. Yeah. No, I was somewhere where people either lived... Like if you weren't from Colorado, you were a lowlander or something because you're not from if oh. you if you can't be an altitude, that's it. You're called a lowlander, which is what I am. I think a lowlander. Mm. Um, but you could be an outlander or you could be a highlander. Um, and Outlander is a great TV show um, with great sex and um, it's really passionate. And this is not that. So, <laughs> I don't know. Every time There's I heard a sex you scene mention, here we've got to talk about. Oh yes, I know it's very stylized. But every time you mentioned Highlander before, I just assumed you were talking about Outlander. Some things they have in common, um, but mostly they don't. Yeah, I tried that show once, couldn't get into it. Um, it's not for you. It's I not get- for you. <laughs> We didn't watch an episode that had enough sex in it, I think is what the problem was. Oh, you got to get to the wedding. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm. I might have to make my little hiccups because I have the hiccups. So I'm going to excuse myself for when I hiccup during my level. (laughs) God. Um, But quickly, I have to make my level Outlander question mark as well. And it's not because I've seen the show Outlander, but I Yeah, no, no. I drunk. Uh, I know. Uh, it's what it's because I've drink when I drink hot tea. If it's like too hot, sometimes it gives me the hiccups. Very frustrating. Gosh, <laughs> hiccup for this we'll entire. See. Podcast. I know. We'll I know. have to check oh with gosh. our medical uh, consultant and see if this is real. Um, yeah, exactly. If I'm faking it. Um, but anyway, I've never seen this movie, and I also assumed that you were talking about <laughs> Outlander. <laughs> So you because guys have never a... heard of it? Oh, yeah. Well, sorry. I've never heard of this. I've never thought of but it. But I did hear of Outlander and I know I've never seen Outlander, but I knew that it was like quite popular popular recently. And because you said that there was a Highlander t- TV show, that's what I assumed. I need to. I mean, I need to get rid of my hiccups. <laughs> Bye, Katie. Katie drunk. Yeah. I, my other level, my sub level is Philip always picks movies with words at the top. 
<laughs> because I don't yeah. think I've picked a single movie that features something I have to read oh before I can just watch the movie. It's and like voiceover. giving directions. As that came on, I was like, we got doomed. Bridget, yeah, we got doomed. I know. <laughs> it's like every time we watch a movie from Philip, there's words I have to read. They're scrolling. And I, I told you I was bringing it this time. Um, I didn't understand a single word <laughs> that was said during this time whatsoever did, did did it tell us anything did it make sense uh, what was it saying you I, guys don't even know i don't wasn't paying attention i was just waiting for the wrestling match or whatever um, fun fact about that though is it was sean connery's voice and i heard that he recorded it in like a spanish like bathroom which is why it was so echoey because he was in spain learning his amazing Spanish accent uh, yeah. in this film. I, you mean his Egyptian <laughs> accent? He was phoning it in. I couldn't uh, believe that he least. spent time in Spain to do he that. He said he was Egyptian as well. So let oh, me yeah. put that on the yeah. table. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Sean Connery is Egyptian in this movie. <laughs> I mean, Even his last he, name is Ramirez. He had like 18 names. I know. His name should not have been Ramirez either. <laughs> Let's just get to it. Sean Connery, not for real. You're for yeah. real. This character is it's too many. doesn't hold up. And it's Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez. It was his yeah. full name. Um, which we have to use Egyptian. the full name. Okay, great. In the whole podcast. I'll just be calling him Sean Connery. <laughs> but I assume yeah. that he was Egyptian before there was Spain. And he was yes. Egyptian via Spain, right? Sure. Well, I don't know. But I mean, he just wanted a Spanish vacation out of this, and he only filmed for seven days and got a million bucks. So it's a pretty sweet deal. Wow. Um, this movie had that kind of budget? I mean, wow. Yeah, it, it actually had a pretty decent budget and um, did not do so great in the theaters. Um, ended up making it uh, once video. I wonder it came out what else was out at this time. Like, I feel like it must have been against some like very powerful, badass 80s movies that like, I, I can understand what it was trying to do. But if it was up against some other things, I could just imagine that it was going to get like swallowed in the 1986 of it all. Many movies we've done Top Gun, Crocodile Dundee. Um, I was going to say Crocodile Dundee because it is Crocodile Dundee. Also, it's interesting that we're doing this after foreign film February because Mm -hmm. is this a foreign film technically uh, from the U.S. perspective? Like, did it release in the U.S. or was it England? It did release in the U.S. So it was kind of it was like a dual production. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also took that into account as I was transitioning us out of foreign (laughs) film February into new transition does into something. (laughs) Speaking of which, the Queen Princes of the Universe song just comes blaring out at you right after you're done reading, just in case you were asleep. Um, Gotta wake you back up, yeah. And then straight into a wrestling match for some sort of reason um because we have to be at madison square garden yeah i mean speaking of not transitions like this was wild like i was like did i did did i start in the middle of the movie like it is interesting how little context they give and just to clarify this is not based on like a book or anything like this was was based off of someone's college like thesis from film school it was at like ucla (laughs) or something like that and um came up with the story and this professor Got him to like submit it to some studios and it got picked up. And he was on drugs. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So it was a story. So it's a screenplay. Like the screen. Yes. Interesting. Interestingly enough, this film is at Madison. They're taking place at Madison Square Garden. 
and not somewhere in Baltimore, as you might have been believed. <laughs> yes, I two, noticed that. Because not right. one, but, but two, two people were wearing, and I don't two think separate was, people were wearing Orioles hats. And I think separate hats, because I was like, did different they just, hats, yeah, did different they need people. It? Yeah. I was so confused because then they were like, you know, what happens in Jersey? And I'm like, maybe they are in Baltimore because yeah. at first I thought they were in New Jersey. And then it was like, obviously clearly it's not even York, a baseball movie. I didn't know. <laughs> I had to rewind to see the first Orioles hat because I was like clocked it. Uh, and I was yep. like, is that an Orioles hat? And then the second one came up and I was like, what the frick? Was that the same yeah. guy? No, I rewound it too to just yeah. see what the deal was. And then I no. was like, was there some like joke in the background? Like, was there a scene cut where like that guy steals that guy's hat? And it's like something. <laughs> but no, I looked at it decently closely and it's two different hats because one was sort of more beat yeah. up and one was a little bit no, more the new. The scene that was cut was like, hey, Phil, you're also at this crime scene. Hey, yeah. Phil from Baltimore. Hey, Joe from Baltimore. <laughs> Good to see you here. How about them O's? How about them O's, hon? Yeah, hon, going down the ocean after this murder? That's the thing. Then I was trying to hear, like, do these people have Baltimore accents? I'm like, no, this is New York. No. But I'm sorry, I skipped ahead a little bit because before that, I mean, this this whole wrestling match, people are just really yelling. And there's like that man with a mustache who was like, oh, God, yeah. It was supposed to be the NHL in a, uh, a hockey game and oh, uh, <laughs> nice pivot and yeah thank you and um but they couldn't get the rights because they were nhl oh. didn't want to have anything to do with it um <laughs> but they were the the point was i guess to show that sports and people are still violent just like they were way back when they were right. clans against oh, clans so like Tom, um, i got like, that chooses to go and see that like this is just he's just doing this on his spare time i know it's not tom jane it just like it looks a lot like tom jane. <laughs> he has For, he gives up connor mcleod yeah connor mcleod highlander but like he because I was this like, is, is he name. gonna do something at this like wrestling he's just, match? He's just there for pleasure, and I guess it's yeah. like you said, it's like the whole like gladiator vibe to it, right? He's just wanting to look. He's just three fight. billion years old, and he's like, I'm bored. <laughs> yeah, what else can I? <laughs> I guess do? wrestling. It's I can't wild that he hasn't off shed anymore. His you know, like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just like wonder, like yeah. Um, so he goes to the parking garage. With the fanciest, weirdest collection of cars, clearly ones that you could blow up. Right. (laughs) Blow up and just shatter um, their windshields. This this movie, speaking of jerking off, um, (laughs) dot, dot, dot. This movie, I think, has the highest simulated male orgasm Mm -hmm. scenarios of any film I think I've ever watched. Yeah, it was hard Just to understand. In terms of sound and... <laughs> and <laughs> not and, not just men, but like buildings, cars. That's what every, I mean. It's all like simulated like, orgasms yeah. through the male lens of things just like getting to climax and exploding. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And sometimes the they quickening. make grunting sounds. <laughs> it's a gathering. Yeah. Like, um, where is that from? The it's the quickening. Like this it, movie. What, what is it parodied in? Is it Community <laughs> no. or something? No, it's like they talk about it in the movie. Probably. Um, I just heard it before, but I didn't know what it meant. Yeah, it's it's definitely a reference to this yeah. movie. Um, there's so there's a man in the parking garage with a sword, like a librarian museum. Yeah, who's this guy? <laughs> we don't really get to know this guy's backstory. He's, He's another immortal. Yeah. Which I learned later right. when I understood the story, but I didn't know who he was well, at this point. Yeah, so like I retrofitted that, but like 
we don't know which character that like he's just some rando yeah. he's one of the immortals who's trying to kill him because they're getting ready to have the gathering so he's like <laughs> come on brah let's battle and yeah, like Sean Connery, Connery says Cloud that is a, like yeah he's like a, a team player immortal and like the when there are so few left they'll have the compulsion to kill each other essentially they yeah. always have the compulsion to kill each i don't know this is but he doesn't right connor doesn't no he's more of a team player immortal yeah and so is sean connery kind of yeah well yes yeah. he, he's like a robin hood immortal i think like he likes so the good guys the bridge guy the guy on the bridge well okay sure yeah they just for want a moment. To drink. yeah yeah we'll yeah. get to that uh first we have the fight with sort of museum curator who loves to do flips um, oh my fight. god so many flips <laughs> he just got he did so many backflips i wrote this is how i described this scene old white guy sword fight it's wet and blinky <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but i mean so if wet. you've spent like a hundred years to perfect your flips you're going to like bust them out at every party or sure. work them into conversations. Oh, did you know that I do flips? Um, hmm. He didn't know. have to do that many flips. He like, did it all, yeah, all it the way off. down like the party. <laughs> was he at sure? some point, there's diminishing returns because your movement does become yeah. predictable. Right. Like you could just throw it. He's sword. like a third grade girl at a slumber party who's like, yeah. guys, look what I can do. Totally. You know, totally. and just does like 17 cartwheels. Mm -hmm. But then he gets his head chopped off. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's and a car. LOL. That's when the car orgasm happens. And there's yeah, also electricity. just every time, yeah, their swords touch. Um, this is where I have the note. <laughs> is this based on a book? Should I know what's happening? <laughs> I like, could not understand. But uh, Philip, just say that sentence again, because this is what I'm talking about. The sword of it all and how they they are long penises and they're yeah, touching they each touch, other. Electricity flies <laughs> and someone has to chop their head off. Um, <laughs> and then an orgasm. Happens. And then they get their essence. Yeah. Um, right. I don't see where, what are you going for? Okay. Um, and fun fact, the swords were hooked up to car batteries and that's what made them spark. Oh, wow. Oh. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. That's interesting that I was one I was noticing and it's because it's like 1986. There was something really cool about all of the like practical, um, practical yeah. effects, you know, like the even I was thinking about that with the car scene. It's like, were these model cars or did they have just like one shot at exploding all of these cars or did they just have endless cars to explode? I don't know. I feel like they had a lot of old cars that like they put in there and they were just like, yeah, we're going to blow them up. Yeah. But a lot. Yeah, it was kind of fun. The practical effects were fun. Well, then we get to go back in time. Thank God they told me what date it was. It was 1536. I know. They're really specific about it. They really told us what day it was in Scotland. We get to see Matt Walsh playing the bagpipes. <laughs> Matt Walsh, yeah. <laughs> he looked just like him. Um, and we meet Thundercat, um, who Skeletor. is how I <laughs> Thunder Well, Skull, he has the fancy skull that looks like yeah, a Thundercat. With the neck. With the neck of it all. Clancy yeah. Brown. Well, he hasn't got the neck yet, but yeah. No, he doesn't, but I've called him Thundercat for the rest okay. of the movie. So oh, I called him okay. Skeletor. <laughs> that's, di that's different, but that's I just called him Clancy Brown. Oh. Yeah. You know. Because he's bad, bad. <laughs> Clancy Brown. Brown. Which he's just, he's a great villain. I mean. He's really yeah. great at this. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, I have the first note of, like, WTF, there can be only one? One of what? And then I, you know, <laughs> figured it out. But, yeah, there's this 
clan battle, which seems dumb. We don't know why they're fighting, but they are. Um, They're all dying. I mean, I don't know. Why would you go into a fight like that if you just, you're like, okay, I'm going to die today. Yeah. It's like suicide fighting. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, But of course... And also, the, Connor McLeod didn't fight anybody, and he just sort of ran around and screamed. No one would out. fight him. No one would fight him because oh, the Kurgan told, told, him not told to. said, "He's mine. I have to be the one that." How could you him. even pick him out of that crowd of hair and kilts? I mean, nobody. Yeah, the one with like, the wet. Wait, you, hair. you, you have wet hair. No, not you. The one with the sort of reddish kilt. Yeah, you know, um, they're right. all. Yeah, I agree. They're all dressed alike. Um, yeah. And who's paying attention in this huge melee enough to be like, okay, I'm swinging, I'm trying to save myself, but nope, not going to touch yeah, him. Yeah, not that guy. Know. Yeah, I don't not know. Not that guy. But yeah, he gets a sword through his belly, and then I forget what separates them, and they have to go. And then he's, and then, and then we're back in the car garage. That's when there's like cartoon cops everywhere. Just like fastest response by <laughs> cops ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. These are the ones that are like outside the parking garage. You're like, Hey, you wise guy. Hey pal. You These cops. Uh, yeah. Eventually. Cause do we immediately like take her, take him to the, uh, police station here? Let's see. Uh, well, there's a flashback. Yes. With, or yeah, yeah. We get we get to meet Brenda and like the terrible journalist Walt. Oh, Brenda. <sighs> no, she's a forensic lady. I thought yeah, she was a forensics. journalist as well. And I no, to, but like, the other guy, it. the guy Walt, isn't he a journalist or no? Is he also with the police team? The guy that just has a trench coat that's like kind of creepy the whole time. I think he's another police officer. Oh, I'm maybe. not sure. One of those police officers is very homophobic uh, in the question, yeah. oh, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a Although, rough little moment. Uh, Connor McLeod is just allowed to hit him without any yeah. sort of consequences. So I maybe know. Yeah. the rest and of I the mean, cops aren't as homophobic. He, I don't yeah, know. Since he definitely just chopped somebody's head off. Well, they don't know that, but they do know that he just punched like three cops right. in the police station. And they're like, well... Am I free to go? And they're like, yeah, I, I guess so. Um, well, speaking of Brenda's job, like I was really confused because she's super, she's going to have an orgasm over that to- Toledo <laughs> Salamanca sword. Yeah. But is that just a hobby or does she actually work at the Met? Like, what does she do? No, she's a, she worked for the police. Um, well, why does she know so much about swords? Well, she's a forensic sword specialist. Yeah. In case what? the police need help with weapons and right. swords. Just swords. <laughs> she wrote a giant book. <laughs> it is the thickest book I've it ever has to seen. Be so padded of just like <laughs> I know. Is it just like but... pictures of swords? Because like that's the thickest book I've ever seen about swords. <laughs> but Howard isn't it a joke that the, the NYPD has a sword specialist that they bring with them to like and every She's not scene? just that, but like in this universe. There are enough swords that require. It's her specialty, swords. but she so also dab- does other forensics. I would um, hope. I yeah, would hope she's she a does other forensics. <laughs> <Just> sword murders. <laughs> um. So th- uh, the next notes I have are: well, we know that um, you know McLeod has been dead over there in Scotland, having a Jon Snow moment, like laying down on a like a 
they cloth. do not take it well. No, um. well, they, before he's wait before he wakes up, there's some things that happen. Um, Thundercat goes to that hotel where Fred Flintstone is the is oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah checking him in. He's got like a why is he wearing like a Flintstones outfit? I think it's the just style. like 80s punk stuff. Mm. This whole movie is kind of like 80s goth punk. And then he's alone in his room stroking his sword um, dramatically when a prostitute shows up, I think. I don't know. I was yeah, like, Candy. I, candy. I, think, I think Candy is probably a sex yeah. worker. It just, uh, back in the parking garage, Connor goes back for his sword. And also Brenda. Brenda there. does, you know. Brenda's there yeah. in the dark because she discovered there were there were like shreds of the sword somewhere. I'm like, how weak does that sword. <laughs> yeah, like for your sword. The how same that sword happen? that can cut through concrete. Yeah, I don't know. That, Folded yeah, two hundred like, times, but uh, little concrete, and it just right. Yeah. yeah, she finds like little flakes, and and then determines all of this stuff later. And then uh, Brenda and McLeod have this like saxophone meet cute in a bar. Yeah. It's just like so. Oh, you like swords? Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Got one in my pants. I like um, didn't. At this point, I think I was getting it mixed up with what I've heard about Outlander, which I don't think is true either. But like, I really thought that this was like a time traveling situation when he was like flashing back. I was like, oh, okay, he's going back. He's coming back and forth. And that's why I thought he was so uncomfortable in New York city. Like, cause that, that part kind of like reminded a, me of crocodile a fish out of water. Exactly. <laughs> but then you're like, but he's grown with the world. So mm-hmm. you know what I mean, it's like, why isn't he better at like blending in and acting <laughs> like a normal person? Cause yeah. he barely <laughs> speaks English. Um, I know. Yeah. That's wild. Would you, yeah. Christopher Lambert just, Barely learned English right before filming this movie. Um, yeah. Wow. Because he's French. Well, born in the U.S., but grew up in Switzerland um, to like yeah, diplomats. I think French mm. parents and diplomats. And but yeah, isn't so. that like wild? I was reading that, too. And it's like he didn't speak any English like with if your parents are diplomats and like you're in Switzerland. I don't know. That was like hard to believe. And then I think I think that I was reading that the people that cast him like did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, wow. Oh, what yeah. did he do in the cast? It is. I audition? I don't know. Grunted yeah. and stroked well, they, the sword. Sort of. They saw him in a Tarzan movie where he just grunted it's like one and, line or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's kind of a well. He looks very strange when he has the long Scotland hair. Yeah. I couldn't place his face. I was like having such a hard time being like, who is who is this? There's parts of the movie that he almost looks like um, Gael Garcia Bernal. Like he has this like mm. like like I don't know. Um, yeah, I, like I got very that. attractive. Like that's like the when he like smiles, he looks like him. When he's pouty, he kind of looks like Tom Jane. But it is this, like, <laughs> I know this man, but I don't know this man. It, it yeah. is kind of surreal. When he had the long hair, I thought he looked a little bit like Balky from Perfect Strangers. Yeah, if, totally. If Balky had long hair like that. Right. Have y'all ever seen a movie called uh, Mortal Kombat? I've Mortal Kombat! Because he was in that. He was Raiden. Oh, Tom Jane? <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, Christopher okay. Lambert. But yeah, who I refer to, who right, I yes, refer sure. to It says he's French American. Well, because he was born in the U.S. in New York, but then oh. instantly moved 
to Switzerland. France. But you said Switzerland. I'm so confused. Or like Switzerland. Yeah. He moved but he's to French. His... Okay. I think his one of his parents is French. 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 Um is his yeah. mom Amelie? <laughs> oh, <laughs> twist. So. That's why we're doing it. <laughs> um, so back in Scotland, McLeod is alive and everybody's like, holy fuck. <laughs> you can't be alive. You died. Yeah, I'm like, why are they mad and not celebrating? It. I don't know. I know. They I just don't instantly know, like you are the devil. Yeah, but like, don't you think that is what would happen in the Middle Ages? Like but I mean, I don't know. Wouldn't you ask like him questions like, "Are you evil? Do you remember this?" Right, like, this? who's your yeah, cousin Barry? You're like, the devil, right? Especially that lady. Yeah, his girl is just yeah. Like, she turns girl. on him quick. Him. Although I gotta say, it felt like it felt like Middle Ages were kind of rough. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. She, uh, I don't she know. had that Middle Ages look to her. Yeah, yeah, she was. I'm like, I think he should have dumped her anyway. I mean, I think he got out of that relationship great by being banished because then he was like, didn't have to put up with her anymore. But like, why are you going to banish somebody with that like choky yoke? I know. Yeah. Yoke. Like, I wonder how long it took him to get out of that. We don't even seem like that. a long time because <laughs> yeah, he was just like, hiking, hiking up mountains and still Can just. Can you imagine like... how hard that would be to like hike up a mountain with your arms like that? Like you would no. lose. And how do you feeling. like take your pants off to go to the bathroom or how do you, you just eat pee food? Your pants. How do you eat food? I guess you, you can don't, only eat but you can't die. So yeah, that's true. I wonder how. I wonder if it was like years before he got that off. <laughs> <laughs> until he met that woman. Yeah, until he meets Heather. But we we skipped over a little bit because we have the the bit where Brenda is just um want th- following him and she's like I just want to walk home. And he's like I'll walk you home and. I don't know. It seems creepy. And then there's an almost oh, fight yeah. between the Kurgan. Um, but then a, a random police helicopter shows up. The, the police are <laughs> on it in this oh movie. Oh, my God. And they're just like, hey, hey, get back here. No fighting. The helicopter. Oh, my God. Also, yeah, like McLeod, like, drags Brenda into that situation. Like, they were together. She didn't want to be with him. And then she, like, gra- he grabs her arm and, like, pulls her closer to the drama that's happening. And it's like. This is such a runner for my dumber because at the end he's like, don't follow me anymore. Like you only have one life to live. It's like you drug her (laughs) at every moment of this thing. She she left you at the bar. You like came out and pulled her then like, and then for Brenda, I'm like, how do you even know who to root for in this fight? Like this man is a nut. Like, I don't know. I wanted Brenda just run as fast as she could. Why didn't she just run? Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, then, like I said, we go to the past and then we, we zoom back and we see that he, uh, Connor McLeod owns a fancy, yeah. uh, antiquities shop, if you will. Yeah. And he has like, uh, well, so that transition to the scene was like real intense. Cause it was like Mona Lisa to Connor yeah. McLeod. I know. And you were like, I don't know what, what is this that? saying? I guess Who it's is... just like through, through the ages. I don't know. And so he also has like a secret room in his house where he keeps all of his his wares from the Trinkets. years. <laughs> yeah, and his swords because he <laughs> is like, I, I never deal in any sort of swords. I wouldn't possibly, right. yeah. But I mean, I guess it makes sense that he would own an antique store because he like knows what antiques are because they're yeah. his or or what? Or like... 
Yeah, he just has a huge knowledge of it, I guess. But yeah, yeah. and at what point does I was thinking about that? Like, if I was immortal, like at what point? Because I mean, you know, okay, we've lived for like forty years, right? And during that forty years, your clothing evolves and stuff, but your body's also changing. But if your body is the same, when do you decide you're like, oh shit, I can't wear these like. I can't wear these like chaps anymore. It's like not the twenties. I need to like get some bell bottoms. Like That's how do you he even has know? A hard time blending in, you know, because yeah, he's so. just yeah. constantly ten years wearing like white sneakers. <laughs> um, and he just goes around waiting for like someone to die in a hospital, and then he assumes their identity. Like, is that like how does he know when to do that? Like at the age, yeah, like I was at eighty, about that. or like there's like this age where he's like, okay, it would be appropriate, or rather, like at like hundred and twenty, he like yeah, he like picks a questions. he picks like a dead baby's identity and then waits till they die. Yeah, well, I think if he found the dead baby, he probably doesn't but, need to wait right, need, for them to, to wait. die. But like, when? How are they? I understood connecting the dots of like at the end, you know, when like they do that wonderful computer program that's a handwriting <laughs> matching system, which is incredible. Yeah. But like he's like, you know, this is what he's doing. But how would they know the last person? Like they know his name now, but how are they connecting the dots to like everybody else and then trace him back? Do you know what I mean? Just wasn't I mean, sure how he, that worked. He owned the I think same he had the same shop. He had the same mailing address for like a thousand years. Is that the deal? Something think, like that, yeah. I think so. He was getting like ye old postal mail from like a horse and buggy, <laughs> and now it's like at the same place. Okay. I don't know. I got, yeah, interesting. Junk mail. I <laughs> keep following me. Um, and like this is in the then, okay. No, go for it. I was just going to say, in the runner for my bummer is the fact that, because the next note I have is like, um, uh, okay, now I'm like, how did he get to this tower with this sexy lady and the oh, horses? Wow, yeah. And I'm like, and then he just like pines for her for like 500 years, basically. And it's like, what happened between sexy <laughs> horse lady and Brenda? Like, were you celibate? Or like, what was going on? It feels like we're meant to believe that he yeah, hasn't really. I mean, besides the sword play, else. I thought at the church when he was lighting a candle well, for Heather, I thought he was going to start listing like eighty women: Michelle, Marguerite, <laughs> yeah, totally, Agatha, Doing Tiffany a, with uh, an Mambo I, number five. Tiffany with a Y. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um. Well, I think I can explain that. So he's at the tower, and of course, Ramirez shows up, and you know, Ramirez pulls him aside. It's like, I see you've got her, but don't do this. You'll yeah. like see right. her die and break anybody. your heart. And then, yeah. So I think that's basically what happened to him. He's, he's he, like living he, by that rule. He found true love, and he didn't I... listen. He saw her die, and he's like, I'm done with this. I mean, not only did he watch her die, but he watched her die. She was beautiful. Like, she really didn't age very much. So no. she aged well, yeah. Yeah, she aged, she aged beautifully. Well. It was that I'm, tower diet of she was just 36. Like, hey. <laughs> she did a little bit of powder <laughs> on her face, and like to, to make her 80. It was just like yeah. three years after that. And like uh, they turned, they dimmed the light and they were like, there yeah. you go. Yeah, totally. But also, um, yeah, like to have your romp interrupted by Sean Connery, who just like drives a horse into your sex romp. It's like, whoa, Sean Connery. Like, and Back speaking off. of Tiffany with an I, that was kind of like Annie's joke. Like we were just like, how is this woman's name Heather? Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that I, want, I, bit, yeah. I thought about Heather. that too. Heather. <laughs> Heather. Heather. It was so wild. The way he said it. Well, too. 
I thought I did actually spend time thinking about that too, Katie, but then I was thinking it is Scotland. And like, I do think that like you think Heather it, was such a, such an eighties name, but I think it was a word before that. Yeah. So, but yes, I also was like her name might as well. Yeah. Be Tiffany Heather. or like yeah. uh, Brenda. <laughs> the first record of Heather as a given name is in 1852 by the New York times. Mm. Um, well, that's so yeah, I don't 15, I, in 1536, they weren't printing anything, so it's wild, but they were, yeah, maybe it was a peasant name, and so like the little like priests that were writing in the books didn't record any heathers because they yeah. were basic, not a lot of heathers in the Bible. Um, so when Sean Connery's there, um, he's talking about the quickening, and he says that like Sean, Sean stuff <laughs> rolled up, and I I just have a note. It's like, oh, it's Puss in Boots. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's Puss in Boots on a horse. Like, I mean, the costuming is so wild for him. Yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> and he's there to give exposition, as you said, Bridget. Yes, he's and like he's so good looking, <laughs> Katie. That's what I think. I just think he's just like a movie star. He, he just, is a movie star. He is so good looking all yeah. the time. And he has a nice voice. He does. <laughs> um, let's see. So back at back with Brenda the um what is well, this note i have oh yeah go ahead before we leave ramirez back there we sort of get the training montage right yeah oh yeah um of Which just is... you know sword fighting pushing him in on the boat pushing him in the water undersea um, which is interesting yeah. of like oh wait mortal... i had that i had that after brenda actually maybe there is a quick quick um back to sorry it. i but the note i wrote was like cop, a cop makes a racist comment oh yeah um, they're in the, the station for a second and yeah. then and then i wrote mcleod sharpens his blade aka masturbates in his apartment while he looks at brenda on a book right. <laughs> okay yeah i just wanted then, to say that because yeah. it was important since there was so much sword sharpening and he was like <laughs> looking at her on the jacket cover while he was sharpening his sword and it was like Okay. Then back in olden times, they're on the boat. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, You you did have more thorough notes than me. I I I did. I took very thorough thorough notes. Um, (laughs) But yeah, we get sort of the training montage. I think this is where we find out that uh, Ramirez is actually Egyptian. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we have him sort of like teaching him balance, sort of Karate Kid style, and then knocking him into the water, um, even though he can't swim. And Connor likes it. He gets excited about fighting with seaweed. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had to have my couchmate explain this to me, but apparently when you're immortal, you have to have a first death and then you get to breathe. Then you can breathe underwater like a fit, like a fish. Yeah. Yeah, That's interesting. Right. Like the breathing underwater is an interesting thing because it's like the other stuff, it's not like it's no pain at all. Like there is pain involved when he right. gets stabbed and stuff. I think it so would I'm sort like, of suck for him right yeah. now, you know, as he's like constantly drowning. Yeah, right. Yeah. But he up. didn't drown. He, just, he was breathing underwater. So that one I didn't really understand because I was like. That's where it doesn't quite add up. It's they like, mm-hmm. play fast and loose with these rules sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What there's that uh, Charlize Theron uh, movie, I forget where they're the. It's the basically the same story, but like <laughs> better done. Um, <laughs> I'm blanking on what it's called, but anyways, one of the characters is sort of chunked in a casket and thrown in the water, and they describe it as really, really sucking um, because you're mm. just drowning over and over again. Which, but yeah, here they're just like, no, he's having fun, and but you can't yeah. get beheaded. 
That's the only thing. I think that's the one rule. Like your head has to stay attached to your body. So if you get like partially beheaded. You're fine. You're fine. As long as your head hinges on your neck skin. But I guess you can get scars though. Yeah. I know, which is interesting. Right. Which doesn't make a lot of sense actually. Because like he would be covered in scars. Everybody would be Once again, there are, yeah. yeah. Yeah, his whole chest would just be a one giant scar from that like boston stab stab party <laughs> yeah Wait, which, I, which one when like that count which seems like just the movie takes a break and just does an snl skit of him getting stabbed over and over yeah. again in boston oh right right like, when he's drunk yeah 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 um the, the other thing i'll say well i'll leave it it may be my dumber we'll okay see. so um I, I wrote they missed Miyagi on top of the mountains and then and then the next note i have is they're at a medieval farmer's market <laughs> and we learn that mcleod really wants to have kids but sean connery says he can't and this is this where he says like you're gonna hurt her um right. and then he talks to him about thundercat and how he's and, the strongest of all the immortals and so this is what i was gonna say is why sort of sean connery is that helping person because he just knows that if the kurgan wins that humanity's doomed that he'll rule as a god and just destroy humanity and so i'm gonna he's decided he's gonna help everyone he can to make sure that it's anyone but clancy but thundercat shows up at the house tower why does one have a house tower I it's a weird castle because it's just empty inside <laughs> and you're um, it's so tall and then like if you if you want to have a friend over like they they just like sit up in the tall part and talk to each other or like I don't know although before we leave the sort of training montage there's one at the end where they sort of are walking on a beach and then a a deer stag shows oh up, yeah and feeling like, the stag this is they're just instantly sort of like getting aroused and feel like this is it this is the quickening um and then they just start running and like what is the quickening just seeing a deer it feels like they can feel i didn't understand what's happening it feels like tom jane can like feel the deer inside of him like it's like it it almost i think they do a thing with the noise where he can feel it's heart the heartbeat yeah yeah so they're like one with the deer like the quickening is but it's so weird because they never even really do that again like it's not no. like he goes i know he's like being able feel to feel the that. stag feel it and it's like for what he's not it's like your patronus like what is going on <laughs> here um Yagi. fun fact like they're kind of magic yeah go ahead they uh, did not have a deer with horns for that scene. No. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> they they got a vet to sort of drug a regular deer and glued horns. Are you no. Upon waking up, all it wanted to do was shake off the horns and then it just ran away. Uh, and they found it like three miles later with no horns and they just ended up using like stock footage. Um that is my bummer yeah absolutely (laughs) and if this movie says at the end that they did not harm any animals they harmed that deer i don't think they made that claim (laughs) how did they know it was that deer because it had glue stuck to its head still probably yeah like gosh yeah i would be upset about that as well deer yeah doe Um, a deer (laughs) so then okay so then thundercat shows up at the tower castle and uh they sean connery and thundercat get into a fight 
And we found find out that this castle is not structurally sound. Not at all. This castle is like a fun house made in Ocean City, Maryland. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what? Like it's like it's, made out of paper. And yeah. it's like, oops, and you daisy. can you can see that these blocks are basically styrofoam. You know what I mean? Like I know exactly. Yeah. I used to have a styrofoam rock that was like it looked just like a rock, and then I could squeeze it like that, which is so fun. But I was like, that's these are these are foam. <laughs> and, but they would hit the stones with their swords and it was obviously a person on the other side just pushing it towards them i know like, yeah well, that I would, would fall the other them. way right yeah. um and yeah. that was my question too of like is it are they are they super strong is that part of it as well they're kind of like gods yeah i mean because i'm like why are these swords busting down these a, castles i think so but a lot of my canon is from the series and basically if you kill someone else you get all their skills and like some of their you know mm. so like if they were a bad dude you would become a little bit more bad mm. um, because they're like influencing you mm. uh, but you like if they knew how to do a bunch of badass flips you would then know how to do a bunch of badass flips but i don't think you had superhuman strength but interesting yeah uh i i can't so help me with these notes because I wrote Sean Connery stabbed through the tummy and then I wrote sucks ear. Who is the woman? I don't know what that means. We oh. whispers into him like he asks who <laughs> yeah. he does suck his ear and asks who's the woman. And then he's like, that's my While we're woman. piercing each other, let me that's... nibble on your earlobe. Okay. And, that's um... my girl. And then um, he chops his head off and he falls and then they both fall. And, and I did have a question to... of like, did he just leave Heather alone? And then we find out later he did not. No. Okay. No. When did we find that out? Because that's what I wrote. I was in like, the did church. he hurt? Yeah. Got it. That's where everybody Hummer. out. Hummer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, once again, she didn't feel the need to leave. She just sat there and screamed the whole time. Yeah, um, that's my Which bummer. is sort of what Brenda did earlier. It's yeah, just the screaming like... is really wild. But just yeah. staying and screaming. I know. Scream and run, man. Yeah, yeah at least know? try to run. Maybe you just think you're going to die. I don't know. It's so hard to know in the medieval times or whatever. And that's sure, what, this but... is when I realized this movie was reminding me of the night before Christmas in a way. What? <laughs> just, kept, just like having like chain mail, like these medieval people now in current day um but that and this is also when i realized it was not a time travel movie I'm like oh sure. no never mind <laughs> he's actually just aging through through time um, um so back at the antique store brenda rolls up and and then i'm just like fascinated by this woman who's undressing <laughs> mcleod who's his d- daughter housekeeper and then yeah. i'm like from the civil war and then or no, no i wrote the civil war, war. No. but it was world war ii <laughs> i guess civil war was i wrote civil war and then i crossed it out um but like yeah, finds her hiding what what was what has this been like like it feels like a batman alfred <laughs> relationship sure <laughs> but yeah. but he was the same age and she like was a child who then went yeah. through puberty and has been like a young woman for a long time and in his does he still see her as his daughter until I she's his mom like I think so but like I don't think there was anything ever romantic between them no it was I just, hope not. Like, well that's no. what I'm that's what I no, want to know I think they they I sort of made it so. clear that there wasn't yeah um, I feel like she wanted to I don't know maybe she had a crush on him but I no. think they made it pretty clear yeah there was no like sexual tension between them 
but until he called her Rachel at the end, I like didn't get that. I'm like, oh, it's the girl. Because I wasn't yeah. quite sure who his like assistant was. Yeah. But she's clearly in on it. Like she gets it. Right. She she knows what's up. Well, because she's been with him for like what? Right. Like 50, Since 60 years. <laughs> Have you guys ever yeah. seen the movie with Blake Lively and Harrison Ford called The Age of Adeline? I've heard about it's it. I think it seems like a clip. This yeah. movie. It's very oh, really? similar. Well, she just This can't... part of this movie? Well, one, she gets kind of electrified underwater and then she can't age. And so she has a do- her daughter is Helen Mirren, but it's Blake oh. Lively. So you're like, oh, but like I think she's Nora watched this one day and I saw like five minutes of it and was yeah, very it's <laughs> it takes place in San Francisco, which is cool. But anyway, oh. it is a very similar thing. And even at the end when that's why i was like oh are they gonna age of adeline it because at the end she then all of a sudden gets the ability to age which is oh. like a, big, a real blessing and she can be with harrison ford's son spoiler, spoiler alert, alert. Age of adeline. Who, who is and played for by the, the guy end of this movie i know i'm sorry who plays the guy who is played by the guy that plays dario in game of thrones oh oh which one? Second There's one. two. Okay, Second thank one. you. <laughs> <laughs> so Brenda gets her her uh, pocket recorder. What's that thing called when you we've talked about it? The thing you record your voice on. It's like hi kids, we're home me- early. <laughs> that thing that boy. Recorder? Talk boy. Yeah, she gets her talk oh, yeah. boy, and she goes over to. She goes. No, he, oh, in, he she comes to her house. Her. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And he, but shows she has up a and- gun. <laughs> Well, she he shows up out. in a, a yeah with a jacket and tie, um, and a trench coat. <laughs> this date, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did love the line that she eventually says, "Is like I don't care about the murder. I just I'm hot for the sword." <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, but, and, and I know I'm, yeah. I, I know this is in the weeds, but can somebody explain to me why this is where I'm like, wait, is it time travel? Because she's like finding this in this space would be like finding a 747 before the Wright brothers even invented a plane. So I'm like, why would that be the case? No, it's because it's because of the specific Japanese, right. like that there was no way that that particular sword would have made it or been, it's like so rare. But why? But except <laughs> just like we, in present day, we didn't know that they were making swords back then at that particular time. Oh, okay. Like this. Yeah. But New finding that sword proves Yeah, that... it proves something. Okay. Yeah. Because I thought she was like implying like time travel. I'm like, that's no, not what you is just going on. want this to be yeah, a time travel. Yeah, this is not about time travel. No time travel. Okay. Other it. than that moment where, you know, Connor's like drinking alcohol from 1783, which also probably is not good anymore but he's like this is a good year <laughs> like hint yeah. hint i lived through it yeah right. um yeah by the way um and then like a real weirdo he gives her her own book wrapped up like a present he's like she freaked out you. about it i understand what was happening well because she doesn't want him to know that she's working for the cops that she's a you narc bastard. basically <laughs> um yeah, so back to back to the olden days. Heather and Connor then build a shorter house. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but in the same tower. Just right. They, no, it's it, it's not in the same tower. It's a. Was it not? No, you can oh. see the tower in the background. Okay. And it's like on the same property. 
which is the middle of nowhere. Hiding too much from this murderous Russian. They're in the same warlord or whatever. Yeah, Uh, I know. I thought about that. I'm like, why didn't Clancy Brown come back, or why did he ever leave? (laughs) Right. Like, why wouldn't he just waited for him to come home? Yeah. Yeah, that's it's dumb. But then she she is old now, Heather, and she does die in her beautiful uh, old age. And then he burns the house down and walks away. Yeah, why does he do that? She's like, I don't need to be here anymore. <laughs> I was I here, here by her, my. Yeah, I don't want to hear about myself. I'm not going to hear about myself. Burn it though. <laughs> I understand. I don't know because he's burning her. No, he carried her up a mountain. I can't remember. Yeah, he carried somebody up the mountain. <laughs> I hope it was her. Yeah, it was that deer. I know. Probably oh, poor deer. And this is where he we flash back to Central Park and he meets his friend with the flask. Yeah. What's his name? Castigar. Castigar. And they're pals. They've been um, pals. And they haven't seen each other for a hundred years. Buddies. <laughs> yeah. And, and then they- we flash. That's when we flash to <laughs> 1783 Boston. And that's where I have a note of what is the tone of this movie? Because <laughs> then it's just this like hilarious like jaunt yeah. of getting stabbed with like a fencing foil. Um, oh, right. Which, this guy shoots his assistant. Who's been kissing yeah. him on the mouth the entire time. Yeah. Is that like homophobic? Like why? I don't you know. Shoot this man. I don't yeah. understand. Like he's just trying to help you kill this guy for like hours. Yeah. yeah this duel. Yeah. I think that was like a poorly written sketch. I feel like that's like Connor McLeod's like teenage years where he was like a teenage. Um, what's the word? What are they called? They can't immortal. immortal yeah. Where like he's like, oh, and I'm gonna like, no do dad. Yeah. yeah, like no dad. I'm gonna just go and get killed a bunch of times and mess with people. Um, yeah, maybe so. Yeah, yeah, it came. It was like a strange insert for this. Yeah, I guess just I think it was weird. Um, let's see. <laughs> then we get My- the. Uh- <laughs> Excuse me, the Kurgan scene where well, they're fighting, um, and then the gun nut guy shows up yeah. and oh. shoots them. This scene, I'm what so is confused this guy's about. Story? He like, just, why... He's just like a gun fanatic with a machine gun, yeah, and he thinks and that McCloud is in danger, so he starts shooting at Thundercat. No, he just he wants to be a vigilante, and um, or okay. I guess this is Castigan fighting Kurgan. Yeah, and Castigan he, loses oh, right, his head. Castigan, sorry, it's like sort of Son of Sam, the summer of that of just everyone's reading about these beheadings and everyone's yeah. going crazy, and this guy definitely oh. just does that. Um, oh, okay. So he is okay. I had no idea that he was at all focused on anything. I thought he was just a lunatic driving around the <laughs> well, city. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he, he is, is, but he's, I, a, so he's vigilante a vigilante lunatic, specifically yeah. looking for the beheading. Right. Situation. Okay. Yeah. I got it. So got it. there's also this like older couple that shouldn't hang out there, but they're what? They can't help it. There's like all these people watching, and I'm like, go like away. You're going to get hurt. You're going to yeah, get Especially hurt. when this building orgasms yes <laughs> yeah wow did that building orgasm that was a wild thundercat thundercat seems to orgasm which i think he did uh and then they and then he steals the car with the right. old lady in it and she screams come get me daddy or something is she like screaming that. towards because then he looks at her or she's like, talking to thundercat I think he so she's talking to the man that was thrown no, out I know. of the car. <laughs> but I out really, of context. I really Ooh. dislike this trope of just like when you're hurting an old woman 
or rather when an old woman is in danger it's like hilarious <laughs> i don't understand i know it's so weird yeah she yeah. is just on that windshield uh there is a note where the old guy just sort of screams bring back my car i know just my car <laughs> where, do you, where do you go with my car <laughs> yeah um and then the next note i had is that brenda figures out that he's immortal um, right she sees the birth certificate situation oh right in the yeah she's in the library that's that's Carmen when brenda and, and mustache do the fancy computer <laughs> program yeah. this is after the cops get heckled by the hot dog vendor which i enjoyed um <laughs> And yeah, they write, they do. Oh my God, that handwriting matching program. Um, and then we go to the church. Which is <laughs> this amazing. is a scene. Whoa. Um, what Clancy's like, what level do you want me to do this scene as? And just like, <laughs> Crazy. go nuts, man. I know go, what level it is. Go it's nuts. safety pins are holding your neck together level. <laughs> oh my God. Because why is that happening like that? I love that he just nonchalantly like snuffs out the candles with oh. his hands. He's like, <laughs> no, no more wishes no more wishes no one gets any traps through there like one of oh. the motorcycle gang from weird science he's just like totally a biker like oh i love it nut yeah and because he was seen sort of at a previous that other fight he's changed his hair to just uh, but not a stitch of his clothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there is, everything is exactly the same. He is seven foot tall. His yeah. neck is held on by safety pins. <laughs> well, no, before the safety pins are new. So that yeah. will like, yeah, disguise the scar. Because he's like leaning um, into the goth stuff. Oh, my God. Like, I just imagine him like in the mirror, like in the church bathroom or like somewhere just like putting those safety oh pins. My like, God, oh, it's so ow. gross. Oh, ow. This is good. This will work. This, this, yeah, this is good look. This uh. is a good look. Oh so Brenda uh, goes to look for Nash. I'm calling him Nash. All of a sudden, I have his other name. At the the antique store, and he takes her to the secret room, and he tells her like what's going down. And I mean, after Clancy Brown licks that priest's hand, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> dances out Sorry. there. And this is also where Tom Jane finds out what really happened to Heather. Like, sure, he, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that gives him even more motivation as if like the audience needed more motivation to kill this man. I mean, like who is on Clancy Brown's team? Um, <laughs> also, so, yeah. it's the first time we hear about the prize, the prize, the prize. What is um, the prize? We don't know yet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got it. I was didn't know if I missed that. But just people know that there is a prize. I guess all these high these Highlanders no, there's or immortals. But are they all immortals? All no, he's no, the Highlander, yeah. but everybody else is. He's immortal. from the Highlands. Yeah. Okay, so now can we be with uh, mm -hmm. Brenda in the secret yeah. room? And he tells her like what's going on, and then she's like, "Everybody's what does she say? I can't read my note. Everybody's got their something." Oh yeah, that's true. Everybody's like, got their thing. Or it was everybody's funny. got their things. Like I'm like, mm, well, this is a little different. And then <laughs> she makes him stab her him. Or Jeez. yeah, he makes her stab, her stab him. him. Thank you. Which if this had happened, if somebody invited me to their house and did this to prove that they were immortal, I would fully think this was a magic trick. Like I wouldn't I, just be like, yeah. I guess it's true. 100%. Like, yeah. It's your knife, your house, your shirt that you didn't even take off. Like I can't even see under your shirt. Like it's it is that weird... sword though. It's making her have such strange yeah. feelings. You know, yeah. she's like, I got feelings about swords. 
and then kiss. those feelings lead to uh, kiss and some sex. I just have boobs and butts and butts and boobs. Um, <laughs> boobs and butts and butts and boobs and boobs. I wrote that too. I wrote backlit sex. So dramatic. Boobs and butts and butts and boobs. <laughs> That's so also. I think they 100% had actual sex in yeah, this movie. I think they like, did too. I was, was like, wow. It was just as graphic as uh, Sex and Lucia. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that was very I was intense. thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. It was and then like a lion that. roars at the zoo. And I, I was like, I just didn't know. I was like, I yeah. looked down for a second to write boobs and butts. And then a lion was roaring. And I was like, what is happening? What was happening? Were they at the zoo? They were just talking about, he's like, that's a terrible plan. And I don't know what it was. <laughs> they're, they're discussing something that they end up not pressing play on. And then he kind of okay. has a, like a stare down with the lion and then asserts his dominance, I think. Oh. I think that's the thing. Maybe that's a callback to the deer. Where he, he's yeah, maybe there's like a connection to them. animals that I don't remember. Yeah. Um, then actually, I think this is the scariest thing that happens in the movie, which is Thundercat <laughs> taking Brenda for a terrifying joyride i know in a car oh my god i was like this is i hate this stuff he turns into like judge doom from roger rabbit yes i said that yeah i killed your brother like his just eyes like yeah he really is wild and clancy brown like phil like you said he is at an 11 lambert is at a a solid two this whole movie i know i know that's the yeah that's the interesting energy match um and, and yeah, he so then we have like that a poor car guy drive. off his motorcycle. Like uh, he's playing chicken. He, he killed so many people on this I drive. Know. Oh, I know. So um, bad. Bad little safety pin neck. Bad. And then this is kind of where we find out about Rachel being like I that's when I became aware. Like then I guess Rachel is hip to the fact that um the Highlander is going to leave and not come back. So it's like now her time with him is done i guess um yeah i feel bad for her because like yeah doesn't but like how many how many other rachels have there been or you know i know he's just the current day daughter wife sister yeah i won't you know fall in love with you but i'll make you my yeah but i'll make assistant. you my right and can you dress me and also yeah. take care of my affairs no you did don't get weekends off right um, no. yeah <laughs> Yeah. So Brenda passes out in the car and uh the next thing we know she's like hanging from some sign in the air. Um and of course like you know the damsel in distress in this movie is pretty yeah. Thundercat is like, Yeah, we're gonna fight up in this sign. <laughs> like what like, that's not a great place to fight. He's so dramatic. They yeah. originally wanted to do this on the Statue of Liberty, but uh there's oh. a couple of the movies that also did that before this one came out, and so they switched it to this one that they, he yeah. was just driving by the Bronx and saw the sign and be I like, know, oh, they picked the like- second most famous New York <laughs> yeah. yeah, iconic building. Because I was like, is that the Steve Still Silver building? I know, that's like, what I was thinking as are well. Are they? Um yeah. And and then I have a question too, where it's like how many more immortals have been born though? I know that they want to be the only one, but like they're really treating it as like there's eight and throughout history, we're going to end up with one, but like surely there's immortals that are being born. 
right? Well, I I think they go into that in uh, Highlander too, which I've never seen it, but it's been highly recommended to never, ever see that movie Okay, or the third one. But I I think they do explain a little bit more of like what the backstory is. It involves aliens. um, Really? I believe so. I've I've never read it or uh, seen it or read the Wikipedia. So, yeah. I prefer not knowing. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Um, but yeah, we get this crazy fight. There are water tanks. Um, what happens with Clancy Brown's eyes? Like he, it's like his stomach is like, it's like his intestines are coming out and then his eyes get like crazy dark. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I missed that. No. Is oh, he's like he's wearing, him? well, Clancy Brown has like pretty light, like blue eyes, I feel like. But then it is like Judge Jim. Like it's, he looks up and it's just like black, like everything is black. And I yeah. couldn't get a handle on like what was happening and like there was like really like this crazy injury to his stomach and i don't know Hmm. but yeah i mean um connor starts winning and then eventually does a little head chopping yeah like and then i guess it's because well i guess it's just like his clancy brown has like stolen so many other souls that it's just like like rushing out of him like is that why this is so dramatic um no i think because it's the last fight ever um yeah i guess and so we get demons this time that attack him Mm -hmm. and then we get a huge windows orgasm oh my god oh yeah orgasm yes yeah Uh... and they really uh, you can see everything in this fight. Like you can see the cables holding him up. Do you guys see that? And uh, then there's like at some point there's like a mannequin's face. And you're like, what? No, there was all those like cartoon monsters. I was so distracted. Yeah, I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. I was like, where do these cartoon oh, monsters come it. from? It's pretty great. There's like okay, because I'm like, is he on cables? I'm like, oh, the actor's on cables. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we find out that the prize is omniscience and mortality right you get to die yeah and like omniscience meaning like you kind of know what everything is everybody's feeling and i think so at all time like you're kind of just like telepathic and so like no offense but like why waste that on brenda i mean brenda's nice and all but like sure. i wasted on like... jane <laughs> she's <laughs> she's all right i'm just she's saying right. i guess yeah. I guess I mean if you haven't like had any sex for 500 years and I I respect monogamy a lot but like why are you just going to settle down with the first woman that you have sex with after well, it feels like he book. has very few hobbies <laughs> other than swords and so does that's she. true so that's yeah. true just, like they're like to really talk about yeah that's true you're right so and then they just folded? go to the Scottish Highlands and bang for eternity yeah, yeah he has well, like one move <laughs> one date <laughs> I hope they have more dates than that. I hope he, uh, yeah. And that's, is that the end? That's the end. That's Highlander. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were there any other uh, questions uh, besides how does safety pins hold your head on? Um, was a question that I had. Were they holding his head on or were they decorative? No, they were, they decorative were decorative to disguise the scar. You guys, you guys remember when like kids in high school would do that? They'd like go in the bathroom and come out. And they'd have a safety pin in their ear. I'm like, my parents would have killed me if I would have come home from school with a safety pin in my ear. Gross. Your parents weren't <laughs> punk. Yeah, they weren't very yeah. punk. I tried. They were in the Navy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> But like kids would do that all the time. They would just like pierce their ears with safety pins in the bathroom. And I was like, oh, gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I agree. Did you sanitize that in <laughs> right. your like no. middle school bathroom? Definitely um, not with that powder soap. And those. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I don't have any questions. My usual questioner is uh, working on her Ramirez. Uh, oh, yeah, that's oh yeah. In Madrid. So my question is, I want Nora to watch this movie and tell us what she thinks. <laughs> oh, about yeah, this I know. Movie. There I'm, was some I'm German. Hope Did Annie I see you watch plane. this movie? Annie watched me watch this movie. She like cleaned okay. up. Okay. <laughs> also because I had a narrow, you know, I was, I, I just sure. watched You had it, a small so window. Like, yes, all right, let's go. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. How about Hummers, Bombers, and Dumbers? Nobody sang with me. That's fine. It's oh my gosh. Time. I'm so sorry. Sorry. Oh, I, was, I, enjoy- I was scanning. <laughs> That's okay. Mind. I hope everybody heard my gorgeous oh my voice it by myself. It was really and I was Solo glad. time, Bridget. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Bop, 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 dumbers and hummers um, Let's start with Dumbers because that was the only one I could find. I need to mark these a little bit better next time. Um, mine is going to be, so in the final fight, uh, they knock over sort of a very sort of Looney Tunes shaped water tank. Yeah, um, like the Warner Brothers yeah, water tower. That then proceeds to put like four feet on this huge yeah. sort of basketball court sized roof. <laughs> um, and they just don't know how <laughs> size works. Yeah. There'd be like an inch of water on this thing uh, as it spreads out. Yeah. Um, and just the, you know, water specialist in me found that really mm. dumb out of yeah. all this movie that was the one uh yeah. speaking of water specialists you know who's not one is uh connor mcleod and you know what's dumb is his dirty ass fish tank in his apartment <laughs> oh i didn't notice that um clean your fish tank um don't have pets if you can't take mm-hmm. care of them his fish tank was green and algae filled and i don't know if that was on purpose or if the set people didn't clean it or what but it was a dirty fish tank and i saw it multiple times and uh yeah that was that was that wasn't was that a bummer or a dumber sorry this was, was dumb. a dumber yeah yeah it was dumb um i and we talked about so many of the things that i kind of like flagged as dumber including like multiple times that women just should have fled yeah <laughs> yeah go away oh does this movie pass the bechdel test I don't think so. I can't. No, it definitely it does. does not. Well, although <laughs> I don't know if it passes any test, a lot. though. Like, but I guess I guess people talk to each other. But it would have to be like um, Brenda and Rachel talking about <laughs> books. Yeah, exactly. never. It didn't happen. Yeah. Um, or Brenda and that like flower like wench from. <laughs> What about Brenda's 600 page book where she's talking to everyone about swords? Yeah, that's true. It's a different kind of test. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to flag, I guess, a line that I thought was just dumb. Although it's impressive that he like just learned English to say it. So like, you know, commenting on the dialogue is kind of not fair. But when they're in like Nazi Germany, I suppose, or I guess they're in <laughs> England and he's just like, whatever you say, Jack, you are the master race. And I'm like, what is happening? I know it was sarcastic. I know, I know, but it was just like the line was delivered in such a crazy way. <laughs> and yeah. the whole banter, like that's when it turns into like Indiana Jones. I'm like, what is the tone of this movie? Um, so yeah, I don't know. I thought it was kind of dumb. Bummers. Hmm. Bummers. Uh, I, uh, my bummer takes place within the within that first wrestling uh <laughs> scene uh where they're in the Madison Square Garden, which sure. is 
a very weird close-up on a little girl who sticks her tongue out and her tongue is like hooked Ooh. up towards her nose <laughs> and it has nothing to do with anything whatsoever and they like close up on her for way too long and i'm like what is this what is this sh establishing shot for like i thought it was for pr a purpose of some kind but then it just like creeped me out and bummed me out and i was like i don't like this i don't know why this tongue curled girl is there and this was in a scene where there's someone wearing a full length confederate flag yeah. coat <laughs> well that the tongue is my bummer <laughs> yeah um i'm just gonna go with uh clancy brown's hair after mm. once it becomes in disguise and it's mm. just this because it's part tattoo and then part yeah weird little hair one uh just bald head with just a little bit of hair really sort of freaks me out and i don't yeah. know it just it it got me every time he was in there i mean <laughs> I, I loved him in those scenes but just every time i got a good glimpse of that little hair coming out uh, i got the the ickies yeah um my bummer is kind of a hummer bummer i suppose and Ooh. i think it's just that jeff s doesn't do every intro to every podcast <laughs> <laughs> ever because i just was so in love with it it was amazing and um uh not just our i think you should just do every intro to every podcast that exists because it's um our introverts are amazing but i it was just lovely and and great so it's a, it's a real hummer bummer for that's me. cute <laughs> uh so hummers for real <laughs> Hummers <laughs> for real. I do My have. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Please, please. Well, I have this. There, I have. I had a couple of hummers that I marked down, and I think we talked about some of them. But like, oh my gosh, um, I think it's the fight. It's after that Bre Brenda and um Highlander are at the bar. So it's like it's the first fight with between Highlander and Clancy Brown, and uh Clancy Brown just says to him like like nice to see you, and then uh <laughs> Tom Jane says like. Oh, it's nice to see you too. And he, before he can get out too, he like slams his face into a pipe. Um, and I ju it just caught me off guard. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> just like because because he's he delivers lines in such a nonchalant way. Anyway, it just came off as like, oh, oh my god, it's nice to see you. As well. Boom! Like anyway, it was it was lovely. I liked it. <laughs> I have a specific Hummer, which is I think it's just on the theme of fish, which is where Connor gets out of the water after learning he can breathe and then fish fall out of his kilt. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. What were they holding like, on to? What were they holding on to? What, what were they doing up there? Um, such big fish flopped out of that kilt. So yeah. I was like, that's a silly little moment. <laughs> it's like such a, it's like a slapstick cartoon moment, but I enjoyed it. Uh, I think mine is just going to be Clancy Brown just seen chewing. Um, he's yeah. sort of done that his whole career, but I, I think he that. just yeah. cranked it up in this movie. Um, and yeah, I mean, I almost wish that uh, Lambert had done the same thing of just sort of equaling it and would have yeah. jazzed up the movie a little bit more, uh, if you will. But yeah, I think just Clancy Brown just <laughs> giving it his all was amazing. Yeah. How could how do you guys know Clancy Brown? What else have you seen him in? His Wikipedia uh, picture, by the way, is 
so intense. Yeah. He's he's scowling so intensely yeah. in his Wikipedia photo. He most recently to me, he was in a promising young woman where he plays okay. the father. And then he actually was in the um the podcast that I did with our wonderful podcast companions um from Silver Linings playback mm. um, blue steel who's in that movie so i spent a lot of time with him in that movie um <laughs> yeah shawshank redemption yeah um starship troopers uh i think he was in what that leonardo dicaprio movie or am i getting him confused with oh, someone else shawshank um, redemption's a big one did though. say he was in the adventures of buckaroo bonsai across mm. the eighth dimension i've never seen that one it's i've never heard of like that a... i just was, <laughs> I was like that's so many words i don't know what that is yeah, that always gets referenced in like it was in that Spielberg uh, Ready Player One. Um, yeah, but he does voices on Rick and Morty. Um, I'm trying to see if he was actually in that one movie, Shutter Island. Um, oh, oh, right. And I am. He's done a bunch of like voice work just because he has this crazy voice. He's done so many movies. Gosh. Um, da, da, hmm. da, 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 da. That's okay. I yeah. I, I, I looked know. him up. I just didn't know if like y'all. Y'all knew why. Y'all. <laughs> Y'all. Uh, did we do it all? I think. Yeah, I think so. We did. Okay, then should we talk about our outfits? Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about our, our outfits. outfits. There you guys go. That was nice of you. Thanks for joining me. Um, um, well, Phil, okay. even though you hate it so much, I am enjoying your fully shaved head with a little tuft of hair. <laughs> yeah. Poking out. Um, quite ironic. Um, and then I like your your t-shirt, which I'm just gonna assume that you got at one of the many different lovely t-shirt shops in mm-hmm. on the boardwalk in Ocean City, Maryland. And it has <laughs> uh Tom Jane on the front, all bleary-eyed, um, with with dreaded hair um and under it just says let's get highlander (laughs) (laughs) i like it i like it um bridget um i i see you also went to a souvenir shop uh with your t-shirt that uh says i went to spain and all i got was this scottish accent and it just says (laughs) ramirez on the front just giving jazz hands that's awesome um and then your hat just says uh, an homage to uh, our first uh, foreign film February movie. And it just says, run, ladies, run. And just, <laughs> That's a command. Yeah. I do want them to do yeah. that, and they don't. Mm-hmm. Ladies, run. <laughs> run, ladies, run, please. Uh, Katie, wow, you look great tonight. Um, your hair is so wet. Um, again, you've done that before, but it looks good. Mm-hmm. Nice safety pins uh, uh, holding your head on. And uh, then you have on a tank top, and it has Balky from Perfect Strangers dressed like Connor McLeod. And he's holding up a big sword in a very phallic fashion, saying, Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> 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 yes i loved it i yeah you know yeah. i love her perfect strangers i do it's a good show mm-hmm. so it's time it's time is it for real um i can go first is it you have to go first you I, I can i can go first <laughs> um i may go first and i will go first okay um good. i've gone back and forth on this one um 
it may surprise you that I am sort of on the fence and it may surprise all the other people that were super jazzed that we were doing Highlander that I'm <laughs> also on the fence. But um, I mean, it's a ridiculous movie, uh, but it also sort of drags a bit. Um, I don't know. I mean, I was reading also it's like Nick Offerman's favorite movie, which makes me love it even more. Um, I'm, I'm going to say it's for real, but it was like, it's not a perfect movie. Do I recommend it and say it's for real to everyone? No. Like, I think that I could recommend it to people. Nora's going to hate it. Um, <laughs> but like, I think it's just so batshit crazy and it's referenced in so many different things um, that it's worth watching. Once again, I watched uh, an episode of the Highlander, the series, and that is very 90s TV-esque, mm. but it's so much better written and better acted. And um, what is the guy's first? Oh, Adrian Paul. No, or whatever his name. He's Aaron such Paul? A, Aaron, no. Adrian Grenier. Yeah. Uh, no, Adrian Paul. I had it right. Um, okay. He's such a better, like, McLeod than Christopher Lambert is. He's He's just too subtle and too one note. He was yeah. born to play Raiden and maybe not this role. So, um, but I'm saying it's for real. Mm. Nice. Well, I can go next. Um, this Hi, was Riker. a very, fun- <laughs> <laughs> this was a very fun podcast movie to watch because it was just so wild and like weird. And there were so many scenes and I thought it was so silly and like, there's so many fun things to make fun of. And I just, I, I asked my couchmate, like, does this movie take itself seriously? Do like the people that made this think like cinema? Um, <laughs> because I just like couldn't decide what was happening, like whether I was just supposed to think this was like a farce or what. Um, but I'm still going to say it's not for real because I don't want to recommend it and I don't <laughs> want to watch it again. And mm-hmm. I think it's like, yeah, it's like, it's just it's not a it's not a great movie like i get i understand the concept but they don't ex- they over explain certain things way too much and then they under explain other things like how what it means to be immortal for example um and so i just think it's it's not quite up there for me but i did really enjoy watching it and talking about it even though it's not my cuppa cup of uh cup of scottish joe. tea <laughs> yeah. yeah katie tiebreaker um, Right. I, it's interesting when we think about like Phil's picks, because this movie to me is like, <laughs> if you mashed time bandits up with Dune, <laughs> and it's like, um, and I think Jeff in the intro said something so similar to what I had written down, which was basically, again, I kept on looking up, like, is this a book? Cause I felt like it was too good of a story for too terrible of a movie to not be a book. It was sure. like, what is this based on? Like, it has to be based on something, because why would you do this? Like, um, uh, so I agree with, like, kind of both, um, everything that both of you said, but I'm going to say this movie is for real. And, and part of it is, and I, again, like, I think I said Dune wasn't for real, which can totally be 
totally be debated as Changed. far as like what yeah. it well what it means to the culture but i'd say for the movie watching experience i was very proud of myself where it's like i'm following this like i get it like i'm Are you understanding well, <laughs> this I is a was... time traveling movie <laughs> i'm following it <laughs> that's so funny right but like i was like okay like they're okay like i guess if you're immortal like you want to kill each other and it was a bold choice to start out with like chopping someone's head off in a parking garage with no context for what yeah. the f was going on with a flashback <laughs> to braveheart and you're like what um but yeah clancy brown's performance was like so good i actually liked all of the women in the film i didn't necessarily like the roles they were given you like that but... first scottish girlfriend that just was like didn't do anything and then just went yeah kind of i don't know she's a real scottish i i just i don't know i think john connery is so scottish fetching and i don't know the the whole thing was just like i was just kind of watching it like what's gonna happen next (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know it it moved along like maybe the flashbacks helped that too because if it had Mm. if it had only taken place in like olden days like medieval stuff i don't think i've been into it at all yeah um so yeah i don't know i'm gonna say for real (laughs) nice um i will say just check out the series because it definitely has a little bit more of what i imagine is more outlander vibes Mm. to it um Mm, i won't i'm interested in outlander (laughs) (laughs) jeff if you're listening make bridget watch the highlander series (laughs) (laughs) don't tell me what to do (laughs) and for all of our other listeners that are more pliable than bridget is watch some of that They all said a resounding no. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, Here's my song pick for the day. What's it going to be? I know. Oh. (laughs) Mumra. That's too... This is basically the same story. Let's try to get to the... Talk about homoerotic. Just looking at that intro, I'm like, I'm horny for all these Thundercats. I love Thundercats, too. Jatara, yeah. I feel like I didn't know if I had, like... What was the one with like this long red mane? Katie, you know, like... I would think this is like right up your alley. <laughs> oh, Chitara. Yeah, yeah Chitara. There was only really one girl. No, but I mean a guy who was like oh, one of the leaders. Lionel. Lionel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I he's... couldn't tell. I think I thought I had a crush on Lionel. I think I actually wanted to be Lionel. Sure. Yeah. I very much was like, fucking Lionel, man. Like, Lionel. Yeah, Chitara. Yeah. Now that you were thinking I about wanted to that, be yeah. Pantero. Um, oh yeah, right, right, right. He was the yeah. coolest. What a that would yeah. What a wild yeah. I like. I was a big Thundercats fan. Mm. Oh, great. It, that intro, they're playing with swords. It's pretty much the same thing as this <laughs> yeah. movie. So. Yeah. I mean, this the movie was also scored by Queen, which is kind of yeah. That's cool. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, thank you to yeah. our art director. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. Art director and slow clap. 
yeah. Good <laughs> claps <laughs> for that amazing intro. And uh, thanks, Philip, for making my week so weird. You're welcome. <laughs> oh okay, till next time. See ya. Hello. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. <laughs>